Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Yeah, I was telling Jay Lynn, I was finishing my Wordle. Like, if I gave the Wordle word away, would that upset people? If we had a Wordle spoiler every night? Probably would. Don't worry, I'm not going to do it. All right, so here's what's going on with the Edmonton Oilers. They go out to practice today, and there's one goalie on the ice, and one of the nets is empty for the entire practice. Miko Koskinen is at one end, the end that belongs to the visiting team in the first and third period. The Oilers' net for the first and third is empty. Where, oh, where is Mike Smith? Here's Dave Tippett with the update from after practice. So Mike Smith uh, had an MRI on his thumb yesterday was uh, found to have a partial tear of a tendon so he's going to be uh, miss a week to two weeks we'll start start with a week he uh, he practiced yesterday was bothering him decided to get some get some pictures taken of it and it's uh, it's an injury they've got to give it a little bit of time to settle down so uh, the plan is to bring Skinner up from uh Bakersfield, but they're dealing with some COVID issues down there. They got to get uh, get things settled there, and we're hoping uh, Konovalov is scheduled to come out of out of uh, quarantine tomorrow. If he tests out all right, he may be able to practice tomorrow, depending on where we're at. So that's our <laughs> we're we're chasing a little bit in goal right now. All right, so that is the deal with Mike Smith. So a week, or maybe even two. Well, I'm going to tell you that's probably at least a couple of games. They they play Saturday against Ottawa. They play a week from today against Florida, and then next Saturday against Calgary. So I suppose that game against Calgary would be the earliest Smith could return. Um, you know, I, I wonder with an injury like this if if it affects how he's holding his stick. I, I talked to a member of the goaltending fraternity today who expressed skepticism that this would be only a week. Uh, from the description he heard of the injury, and obviously he heard what Dave Tippett said there, that uh, he's concerned this could be something that is longer than that. We'll see. I'm just telling you what I was told by somebody today. So there you have it with Mike Smith. Now remember, on Saturday, Mike Smith came out and spoke to the media after practice, and he described how this originally happened a a few games ago. I'll tell you what it was. It was I sprained my thumb, oh. and it was on the second breakaway, and it was just a freak thing where my my thumb got bent back. I got I went down, paddled down, and got put in a bad situation. I played for you know pro hockey for 20 plus years and never had that happen. So it's just it's just one of those things right now. It's just when it it just seems when like when things aren't going well, even for your team. You know, we've had injury problems. You know, we've had had to deal with, you know, the COVID issues, obviously, but we've had injury issues that have affected our lineup and everyone deals with it. But when, when things aren't going, you know, as you want them to, it seems like those things get, you know, are, are magnified and, and seem to happen a little bit more. But saying that, there's a lot of games left and I'm not going to dwell on what's happened in the past now. It's over and done with. I'm trying to move forward and, 
feeling better every day on the ice now and just want to get back in the net and start to get some consistency in our game here. All right, so that's what Mike Smith said again on Saturday. So after practicing since then, he, he didn't feel great, gets the MRI and a partially torn ten, uh, tendon in the thumb. So Mike Smith is out again. And this is going to be really the, the third batch of games he's going to miss. Remember, he got hurt October 19th, didn't come back until December 29th. That was an undisclosed lower body injury. And remember, that one seemed like it wasn't going to be very long and then eventually went from day to day to week to week before he finally returned. Now, to be fair, if there had been games that week before Christmas, he might have played then, but he didn't come back until December 29th. He plays two games. He misses two games with his thumb injury, comes back, plays the Maple Leafs, takes the 4-2 loss, and uh, now he's going to be out of action once again. And Dave Tippett was asked today, uh, man, oh, man, no Mike Smith most of the season so far. Well, he's a he's a key guy on our team. You know, we're expecting to the the two guys to share the net, and you know, Schmidt's been banged up most of the year. But he, uh, you know, he talked today about trying to play through it. But it's just it's they want to give him at least a week off here. So hopefully it's a week and he can get back up and going again. But it's uh, it's been a challenge with him with him out. That's for sure. All right, so there you have it. Now, we've talked a lot about goaltending, especially in the last week or so. Uh, you know, I referenced last week something Craig Button said about the how poor he felt the Oilers' goaltending was and that he thinks that is the biggest problem and you, that you can't evaluate other problems until you start getting more saves. The raw stats are no longer looking very good. The Oilers' 5-on-5 five five save percentage is 909. That's 29th in the National Hockey League. I made the point a few days ago that if they had average goaltending, if they were middle of the pack, they would have allowed 12 fewer goals against five on five, which is probably two or three wins along the way, which would have them in a much better situation than they are now. So you got, again, Ilya Konovalov in COVID protocol. He's been on the taxi squad. Stuart Skinner has now been recalled. As Tippett said during those clips, which was uh, over the noon hour today, that they had to get him up from the condors. Well, he apparently is on his way up from the condors to join the taxi squad. And I imagine once he's here, he would be activated as the backup goalie and Konovalov would stay on the taxi squad. Now, here's the thing. Dave T or Ken Holland said a couple of days ago, we're, we're not going to make a trade and we're not going to rush the kids. Well, Stuart Skidder might have to play if Miko Koskinen isn't able to carry the load here. Again, what do we know about Koskinen? He's, he's fine if he doesn't play too often. And uh, we've seen him over the course of this Oilers slump not play as well as he did earlier in the season when he was racking up wins and had a pretty good save percentage. He's now down to 12-7-1 on the year with a 900 save percentage. Stuart Skinner doesn't have the results in the win-loss column, but is it, he's 4-5. and five. But in 10 games, he has a 916 save percentage. With the, It's the best of the three goalies who have played. He has a 2.70 goals against average, the only guy below three of the three guys who have played. So we could see a situation here where if, if Koskinen is not able to grab it and history would suggest that perhaps that'll be a struggle for him, does kind of saving what's happening in net come down to Stuart Skinner for this season? We've talked about trade targets on this show in goal. I, I think there are some realistic ones that are interesting to look into. Ken Holland, at least based on what he said earlier this week, thinks that the solutions are within the Oilers organization. And maybe Stuart Skinner is going to have to turn out to be a big part of that solution. Dave Tippett on how Skinner has played so far this season. 
Skinner's played very well lately. He's, you know, he's gone down there and really played well, and that was the plan. If he wasn't going to be playing here much, he, he'd get down there and keep playing, and he has, other than the game that got canceled the other day on them. But he's played, uh, he's played very well down there, so you know, we're very comfortable bringing him up and, and playing him. He's, he showed he could play at this level. He has showed that, and I, I have talked to people from outside the Edmonton market who don't cover the Oilers specifically who uh, think very highly of Stuart Skinner and the work that he's put in and how he has looked in his NHL games. Is he ready to be the Oilers' full-time number one and be a big reason, um, you know, hopefully be a big reason of why they pull themselves back into a playoff spot? Well, we may find out. (laughs) And that could be a lot to ask of the young man, but it might be a situation that the Oilers are forced to be in here. I referenced the save percentage. Uh, I referenced the criticism the Oilers goaltending uh, have been facing. And a lot of that, you know, by extension is uh, falls on Ken Holland as well, that he didn't do more of the two uh, upgrade the goaltending in the off season. We're not going to relive that, that whole scenario. I think we know why we wound up with the duo that we have. Um, but we've seen it happen. I, I mean, look, a lot of people have said, well, a couple guys have said, well, Stuart Skinner can be Jordan Binnington. Well, maybe, uh, that's a lot to ask. Again, that's a lot to ask. And the reason Bennington was such a story in 2019 with the St. Louis Blues is because it is so unusual for a goaltender to take a team out of last place and then lead them to the Stanley Cup. For the short-term thing here for whoever the Oilers goaltender is, uh, try and win a few games. You know, like more than two of the, the next 13 would be good. <laughs> you know, the, the Oilers need to start banking some points again. So... Uh, a lot to ask Skinner to potentially turn everything around or even Koskinen for that matter, but we know it can happen. And I was talking to Craig McTavish who saw it happen for him with Dwayne Rollison back in 2006. And then Mac T was explaining his take on goaltending. Well, firstly, I always believed when we played on good teams that good teams beat good goaltenders and good teams survive mediocre goaltending and you know we had that ability in the 80s certainly that if the goalie was standing on our head we just continue to put the pressure on and eventually a good team would beat a hot goaltender um so but we're in an era now of great parity and it's it's hard to do and that position is so important, as you know, and everybody that watches any hockey knows, that if, if you get outplayed in that position, it's, it's really hard to win. And I, I, I look at the Leaf game back here uh, at home where I thought the Oilers played really good, but, and, and Koskinen played good that game too, but Jack Campbell was just better. And, uh, you know, goaltending so critical. I formulated, like, because bad goaltending and mediocre goaltending and average goaltending is subtle. It's, it's uh, you find yourself as a coach sitting in there at the end of the game questioning, could he have got it? Like, sh- should he have had that? You know, it's a cross-crease play and... You have the goaltender coach there that generally is pretty supportive of the goaltender. And, you know, you get into these uh, abstract conversations about the level of goaltending. And what I ultimately figured out is if you ask the question, 
you know the answer because good goaltending is painfully obvious when your goaltender plays well you're not saying you know should he have had that good goaltending goal is obvious and if you have if you ask the question was the goaltending good enough then i think you know the way i generally looked at that was that was the answer it's Craig McTavish uh, sharing his thoughts a couple nights ago on the show. I thought that was a pretty interesting clip. And, of course, Craig joins us every couple of weeks here on Inside Sports. So as for the Oilers, uh, is that the main problem? I asked Dave Tippett today, how, how do you look at the, the struggles? How much of it is on poor save percentage? I think it's on everybody's got to take responsibility on it. Everybody's a little bit. Like I, I think, you know, our... There's some things we think we've done better as a team, but there's still some areas we have to clean up. Our special teams, our, our penalty kill has dropped off fairly significantly. We're given a lot of first goals up in games that you end up chasing games. We went through December, I think we used 11 different defensemen. I mean, there's a lot of little factors that add up to to uh, the outcomes of games. And, you know, there's there's... If you could put your finger on one thing you could stop it but it's it's more than one thing for us it is more than one thing for the Oilers and I, and I think that's a big well I think that is the debate I don't think it's a big part of the debate I think that is the debate when you look at the Oilers and some of their recent struggles do you say that there are all these little things that need to be fixed or do you just say well every team has uh, you know some little problems but the goalie can bail them out of a lot of those I, I really think that's the debate. And, and, and again, it was a week ago on the show where I poached that uh, Craig Button clip from my buddy Jay Onright's show where he said the Oilers have a lot of problems, but you can't fairly evaluate them until you start getting some saves. Because if you start getting some saves, you might say, oh, you know what? The penalty kill isn't that bad. Guys are in the right spot. The shots aren't coming from dangerous areas. Or you might say, well, you know what? We, the depth scoring isn't so bad because we're only allowing a couple a game and you, and you don't need those guys to score every single game. So that's how he looks at it. I think there's something to that. And uh, again, the Oilers goaltending has uh, did not have a great 13-game stretch here. And once again, no Mike Smith. So Skinner's coming up and you got Miko Koskinen healthy at the moment for the game against Ottawa. Furness Family Oilers hockey on Saturday, 6.30 for the face-off show. And the game will start at 8. The Ottawa Senators are in action tonight. They're going to be taking on the Calgary Flames in about an hour. Also, in the first period, Sabres lead the Predators 1-0. Kraken and Blues are scoreless. Devils and Islanders tied 1-1 after 1. Also, after the first, Winnipeg with a 1-0 lead in Detroit. Cop has his ninth. Second period, Blue Jackets up 2-1 on the Hurricanes. Bruins leading the Flyers 2-1. And the Vancouver Canucks at Tampa Bay, seven minutes into the second period. The Lightning lead it 2-1. You can check in on the hotline, powered by CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials, 780-496-0063. Really excited to tell you that after the 6.30 news, Joining us tonight, one of the all-time greats on the Edmonton sports scene, a five-time Grey Cup champion, uh, been working covering the Seattle Seahawks for several years. Warren Moon will be on the program 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, in about 15 minutes or so. We got to call a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on Chat. The phone number is 780-496-0063 for the second evening in a row. And I believe in this exact time slot. So either, Mackenzie, you really like the show or your friends have dared you to call into me again. Either way, I'm happy to hear from you. What's on your mind? <laughs> How's it going, Reid? I'm doing well. Good, good. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I think you're right. Exact same time, exact same time slot. But, um, no, I um, had some time to reflect on our conversation from last night about Evander Kane, but uh, today I'm going to talk about uh, the goaltending. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Reed, but what, like, we're playing a team sport, right? Correct, sir. Correct, right? So we're playing a team sport. And, I mean, at the end of the day, who's held accountable? Like, it's so easy to, to point fingers and point at Koskinen and point at Mike Smith for letting the bad one in or, or making the mistake on the puck. But... At the end of the day, we're like Tippett said, there's a comedy of errors and, and that lead up to those plays. And I, I, it might be a hot take, but I, I'm a fan of Koskinen. I, I, I think he's overplayed. We all know that. Um, but he's doing what he can, right, with what, he's, with what he's given in front of him. He can only play as well as the players in front of him. At the end of the day, the whole team is held accountable. Um, so, I mean, I, I get the comments of, of you know, um, if, if – we made a save you know maybe we can start looking at the other issues but at the end of the day we're not playing tennis Reed. we're we're playing hockey and it's a team sport so i wonder what your i just wonder what your thoughts are so who so who's your goalie on saturday koskinen so my goalie on saturday is koskinen but i mean i don't think he's got like it's not like he has anything to prove i mean we all know what he can do um i mean i would love to see skinner i think i think he's obviously done really well with with uh, what he's been handed this year um but i mean at the end of the day i would love to see skinner be our our starting goalie next year i mean who knows maybe maybe we have mike smith as a backup uh behind skinner next year if if skinner plays out the rest of this year but saturday i think it's it's got to be costing on saturday well, look, first of all, I, I think you make a great point. And I've always, um, you know, I, I don't like coming on here and hammering on one guy or one position, but I also feel like I got to point out what I see. And then there have been some nights where the, where the Oilers have obviously had the second best goaltender in a game. Now, sometimes it's been because the Oilers have had below average goaltending or average, and the other team has had exceptional goaltending, uh, but still, there are nights it hasn't been good enough. But yes, are, are there other areas to pick away at for sure? I'm just wondering, like, if Mackenzie, if you flash back to 16-17, how good are the Oilers without Cam Talbot that year? Yeah, and that's a really good point, Reid. Um, you know, Talbot played a huge part in that in that playoff run in 16-17. But we also had a lot of, uh, you know, depth pieces in that 16-17 run. I mean, do you remember... Um, um, oh, geez, his name just... Well, they actually, they actually had three lines that year. They actually had three decent lines most of the year. 
and, and that's exactly and that's yeah what I mean. fair and, enough and yeah like there was there was a bit more depth i think in that 16 17 roster we still had cleft in that team right i mean nurse was up and coming he wasn't quite what he is today but he was you know he was definitely up there so i mean yeah i i get it but at the end of the day it's a team sport green we can't we can't point the fingers. It's too easy to scapegoat and point at Koskinen and, and point at Smith. And, I mean, I, I kind of agree with um, uh, what Craig McTavish was saying when you uh, played that clip of him. I mean, yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, Koskinen's my starter on Saturday. I just I, I think we need to understand that, you know, we're not playing tennis. Like I said, it's a team sport. Right. We can't, yeah, can't point at one guy. All right, Mackenzie, thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. That is Mackenzie. Uh, and we got Warren Moon coming up next on Inside Sports. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.